to listen to the Left Traffic Podcast. What is up, Left Traffic Nation? Welcome to episode 279 of the Left Traffic Podcast. I am your host, the Professor Brandon Crowd. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. 11 winners through 13 races. You guys know I love that. Getting to that in a little bit. But first off, huge thank you to everyone out there. Finally, finally have hit 6,000 followers on Twitter. I finally get to give away that Chase Elliott diecast piece of Kevin Harvick sheet metal. And I'm going to do that later in the show during the social media segment. So uh, we'll uh, we'll post that as well, the winner. Uh, and that just means that there'll be another giveaway that will come out. Uh, I'll give you guys a break, though. So I'll be honest, probably not going to do a show next week because of the All-Star Race. Um you know, nothing too serious there. Uh, so take a week off uh, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get something out there uh, over the next week or two. And not as long uh, this that dragged on too long. I didn't think it would take that long. But, uh, you know, maybe we'll do something like a, a subscri- uh, you know, screenshot that you subscribe to the podcast, something like that. Uh, but huge props uh, to everyone. Uh, for helping get to uh, 6,000 followers. That's awesome. Another milestone for the show, which I absolutely love. So thank you. Uh, We'll get into race talk here. This weekend was crazy. It was a picture-perfect week in Metro Detroit. It didn't rain a drop until uh, Sunday night. Um, Over the weekend, got some golf in. Uh, Lindsay and Alden uh, picked up flowers, got those planted, barbecued on Saturday, smoked a brisket on Sunday. Uh, 32 bags of mulch laid down, uh, and about 10 of those were done in the rain. Uh, you know, it's a very busy weekend. Uh, had Alden outside for a lot of it. Uh, he slept out there all, you know, cute, cuddly, uh, adorable. Thank you for, uh, entertaining when I post the pictures, uh, of him. Um, didn't know what kind of, didn't know how hard that would hit me emotionally. And it, it, it's hit hard just seeing this little thing, uh, you know grow into a, a uh, you know little little person little Alden uh, three months old uh, which is crazy to think that uh, he's already three months old so uh, we'll keep some pictures going every once in a while uh, last week college racing was in the house brought the heat hope you guys enjoyed that show uh, and we're gonna keep things going strong tonight with a huge show as well uh, from junior motorsports Josh Barry is gonna be on the show which is freaking awesome I love that uh, as well as Logan Logan Bearden uh, we'll have him on uh, towards the end of the show. He'll actually close things out for us, uh, you know, whenever we get there towards the end of the show. Uh, got your recaps from Kansas, social media shout outs, lots of social media to do. Uh Brian, not Brian, Brian was on last week. Aaron Studwell will be on, talk a little bit. And uh, Lucky Dog lap down and... And wait, there's more. We are crowning a segment one winner in Lap Traffic Fantasy, getting segment two underway. So lots to do tonight. We're going to have some fun. Stick around. Uh, but let's get things going. Let's get uh, Josh Berry on the line. All right, Lap Traffic Nation joining me on the line, making his second appearance on the Lap Traffic Podcast. He's got four top tens, four top fives, and a win a couple weeks back at Dover. He's the driver of the number eight with JRM. Welcome back to the show, Josh Berry. Josh, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing really well. Yeah, thank you for having me on again and uh, excited to be on here. Yeah, man, appreciate it. So um, what's new? Did you get to do anything fun during the off weekend? (laughs) <laughs> no, not too much. We uh, we went to the beach for a couple of days with my uh, my family. My little girl took her down there to play a little bit. But um, other than that, we we took it pretty easy and enjoyed it off weekend. Like I said, they're few and far between in the Xfinity series, so we definitely enjoy it when we can. Absolutely, you know, you look at the the variance. You know, Cup and Xfinity pretty similar. You know, thirty three races to thirty six races. Then you look at the truck series to where sometimes it feels like they're off for a month and it's like, man, you know, you just get in the rhythm and now you got four, three, four off weeks. Uh, But on the flip, like you said, you know, you you don't get too many. So it's uh, definitely a catch 22 sometimes, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. I think the, you know, Xfinity series is, it's, it's right there at, you know, what, what we want and what we need for races. Um, 
so it's uh, it works out good. Like I said, we get to do a lot of a lot of racing, which is which is awesome. And then you know, you throw a few off weekends here over the course of the season, and that's nice too. Excellent, yeah, man. So listen, it, it's been a crazy couple years. You know, part time ride in the eight win at Martinsville last year. You end up running 22 of the 33 races. Uh, you ran some with Jordan Anderson. You filled in for Michael and Nat with JRM. Uh, you picked up a second win in the car last year. Uh, talk about the emotional roller coaster uh, from, from, you know, prior to last year to getting the part-time ride through this year, full-time ride. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was that. It was a huge roller coaster, obviously, when we when the when the part-time deal was first announced with the eight you you are just you know so excited to get the opportunity but you know really that day you know you're talking um day or hours before that that is that that deal was announced i mean i I had no idea and they kind of they they did surprise me with it so and you're talking hours before that you know i'm just thinking that i'm just going to be uh you know late model racer and kind of continue to race short tracks as long as I can and uh, just kind of continue that path and not really, you know, never really thought that I would get opportunity in the Xfinity series or truck series or ARCA or really anything for that, you know, that, that matter. It just, um, I just didn't, just didn't see that coming. And, um, you know, after that, uh, you know, once that announcement was made, you know, your, your life completely changes and you're like, well, now you have this 12, um, 12 race opportunity in front of me. And it's like um, an audition, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. You feel like a rookie again, you know, even if, um, you know, as experienced I was with our, our late model car and all the success that we had had there. Right. This is like a totally different, totally different step for me. And, um, you know, it was just such a weird feeling. And then, you know, you start that out and you're kind of readjusting to everything and just trying to enjoy it. But, you know, you really want to do well. And then you went Martinsville and, you know, then, and then the weeks after that, really, that was kind of the Martinsville is kind of what changed everything. I feel like obviously it was a huge moment to win that race, but really even our results, that was kind of finally the momentum and, and thing, what we needed to kind of, get everything going the right direction. And, and really from that day on, I feel, yeah, there's been hiccups along, along the road for sure. But I feel like generally, um, you know, that was kind of about the time that everything started clicking for me. And then, um, you know, last year was just crazy. I mean, I just, I got, was so fortunate. I got so many different opportunities. Um, Obviously, you mentioned in the Xfinity Series with with Jordan Anderson. That was a lot of fun. That was a great group. And then to get kind of thrown back in and out of the one car with you know Michael battling a, a leg injury like that was that was a lot. You know, I ended up really by the end of it, I ended up basically traveling with those guys every week, and um, it was just such a unique experience. And then obviously to get the win in Vegas, you know, that was something you kind of that I'm not. I'm not going to say that we didn't think we could do, but it was, um, you, you see that those kind of, um, wins happen so rarely. I feel like in NASCAR where it's like a, where it's a fill in like substitute role when I feel like I can only pick out a couple of those in my life. And, um, so that was a really cool moment for sure. Well, you know, I, f- for me, I think anybody that, you know, looked at the, the win at Martinsville, you know, I mean, what a stamp of, you know, authority, if you will, to come back, do it with another team, you know, different car, you know, all of that. I mean, to me, that was just, you know, you put your the map was there with Martinsville. But I I mean, I think you shut up the doubters uh, with the Vegas win and then to follow it back up come right back out this year 2022 same momentum all of that uh i, I freaking love it i know the listeners do too and it, it's been fun to watch um you know it was announced late last summer that you would be driving full-time in the eight this year was that a little bit of a load off uh you know to know that you didn't have to worry about an off season and, and going back out there and, and redoing that all over again well yeah i think even um you know, in your prior question uh, kind of meant to touch on that and kind of got sidetracked, but yeah, you're right. You know, that was another, um, that was another kind of part of this whole transition with me. Right. Like, so I, I ran these 12 races, 
Um, obviously the win at Martinsville, I think we ended up, you know, we've had a couple second places, mm-hmm. um, you know, had, had some good results the second half of that. Well then, I, you know, I get out of the car and, and turn it over to Sam and, you know, luckily, like I said, like luckily for me, at least initially, you know, the, the opportunities kind of kept coming, right. Uh, you know, I wasn't in the car every week, but I was felt like I was in something every week I was running, um, for Rackley War in the truck series, uh, I ran their car, their truck, the majority of the, like the second half of the season, and you know ran for some, some for Jordan, and then the you know all that kind of transpired. While in the behind, you know behind the scenes, like we're trying to nail out a, um, you know just trying to figure out what's next for me, right? And um, you know, thankfully we were um, super fortunate to to gra- gather together some partners. You know, we had. Tire Pros was on our car last year, and they're again on us on our car this year. You know, they came back. We brought in a new partner with uh, Harrison's USA, um, and that's been super fun to work with that. And then you know, now we're continuing to try to add those partners to kind of keep this deal going, right? I think you know we have a new partner on our car this weekend in Texas uh, with Jarrett Logistics. We're super excited. They've been super super involved in uh, all our everything we've been doing so far with the our race and all the social media and i know they're really excited to to be on the car this weekend and um it's just uh it's just been kind of a whirlwind from that point that's so cool man well and you also got a vodka sponsor high rock vodka which the listeners know i like a glass of vodka every now and then i might have to go look into that one too <laughs> yeah um, no definitely like i said that was uh you know that's another one that we've added here they'll be on our car at at homestead miami there in the playoffs and um you know dale's uh, got a relationship with them which kind of helped put us all together but you know it's uh i've tried it it's very good I, I have to say i'm not I, i'm not much of a vodka drinker but i have have tried that and and, and i'm definitely acquiring it for sure because it's, it's very good <laughs> nice um all right let's talk about dover a couple weeks ago uh picking up the win at the monster mile started up front uh, was up there the entire race, uh, and once you took the lead, you never looked back. Walk us through Dover. Yeah, no, Dover was um, was super fun. Uh, I remember having – I was kind of – so in 2020 um, – or I guess – sorry, 2021. Get my years mixed up with everything <laughs> that's been going on. 2021, um, really, I felt like that was my probably most complete race in the eight car. Uh, we had a good starting spot from the, the week prior – um, and I think we won one of the stages, maybe finished second. The other one basically stayed in the top three, basically the whole race. So, so going back there and ended up finishing second. Um, but the, so going back there this year, I think that was one that I had kind of circled as I thought that would be a great opportunity for us. Um, you know, whenever you run well at a place like that, you kind of, you're always excited to go back and think it'll be a good opportunity, but you know, for me at the same time, I was kind of nervous, right? Cause you're like, well, you don't want to go do worse than you did last year. Right. right. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's tough, you know, it, it's, it's tough. Cause at the end of the day, um, you know, you, you race and you go to all these tracks so many times you can't win every time you go to one. Right. So, um, no, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, that's it just seems like a, a racetrack that I've kind of taken to and, um, obviously junior motorsports says we've been as a company really strong this year and they are historically very strong at Dover, um, which obviously is a big part of that as well. But it seems like, you know, for the amount of experience I have, I took to the place pretty well. And, um, yeah, we just kind of stayed after it all day and, and got up there in the front when it counted there at the end and was able to hold off our teammate, Justin and, and get us a win. Love it, man. That's awesome. Um, Real quick, how excited are you to go back to Nashville Super Speedway here in about a month? Uh, it's your home track. Picked up a fourth place finish there last year. Uh, you going to be doing anything special, friends, family, and all that heading back there? Yeah, no, I'm obviously uh, you know really really excited to go back there again. Like I said, like you, I said a minute ago. Yeah, that was another one of the races that we had a really good race. Um, I know we only finished fourth, but we were that was one where we were we had a really strong car and was in in a great position in and, and kind of had some misfortune there towards the end and actually got back to fourth, which was which was uh, a really good day for us. So obviously, it's really exciting to go back there. Um, you know, being that that's you know I'm from about an hour from there. Um, when my you know when I was a kid and 
I've been to plenty of races at the super speedway watching bush races and truck races and any car races and stuff sitting in the stands. So it's always fun to go there. And I'm, you know, there'll be, uh, you know, I have some friends and family I'm sure they're watching and supporting. And, uh, you know, usually we, uh, we get to, we'll usually drive out there a couple of days early. That way we can see, uh, some of my family, my grandparents and stuff. So it'll, it'll be a fun week for sure. Awesome. Well, we are, we're headed to Texas, you know, that, that seems to be a track, uh, people either love or hate, whether it's watching or racing at it. So where's, where's Josh at on, uh, heading to Texas this weekend? Yeah, I don't, you know, I think I'm optimistic about it. Um, you know, like I said, I was kind of, we were, we were decent last year. Um, it was, uh, you know, that was my only, only experience there, right? Like it went okay. It probably wasn't, you know, definitely wasn't my best race by any means, but I feel like the, you know, I knew starting, uh, 2022 this year, I knew that, you know, where I needed to make the most improvement was kind of the, the typical, um, mile and a half intermediates. And, um, I feel like we made a real, real good step there, obviously with Vegas last year. And then, um, you know, this year Vegas went well, Fontana went well as well, you know, bigger track. And so I feel like, I feel like I've improved in that area. I think, um, as a company, obviously we have a ton of momentum coming off of three straight wins and six states, six straight stage wins for our company. So I think obviously That's in that, huge. that side of, yes, yeah, that side of things, um, the cars are really strong. So I think, um, we'll, hopefully we can, uh, go there and, 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 you know, improve all day and be there at the end when it counts. Excellent, man. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, tell everyone where they can follow you on social media. Yeah, I'm at uh, Josh Berry on Twitter, uh, Josh Berry 80 on Instagram. Those are two the two that I use the most. Um, and like I said, we're just uh, really excited. I said, like I said, we've had a really good start to the year um, with our eight team, and and hopefully we're going to keep keep the momentum rolling here in Texas this weekend and on for the rest of the season. Hell yeah, man! I love it. Laugh Traffic Nation, huge thanks to Josh Berry for calling in. Josh, best of luck rest of 2022. Look forward to having you back on down the road, man. Yep, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yep, take care. We'll see ya. All right, man. I'll see ya. All right, Lap Traffic Nation. There you have fan favorite Xfinity Series from JRM, Josh Berry. Great to have him back on. Uh, all right, let's let's talk a little bit about Kansas. Um, I mean, you guys know how much I love the Truck Series, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, that may have been my least favorite truck race of the season. Uh, hey, you know, as as I've said before. They're, they're not all going to be grand slams. Uh, you know, you're going to have some ho-hum ones every now and again. Um, you know, sometimes uh, that's what we get. And to me, that's what the truck race felt like. Um, you know, not, not a whole lot of movement from the race from, you know, start to finish. Uh, those that were up front, for the most part, started up front. You know, I think we had, you know, five of our top ten. Uh, finished in the top 10 in both stages, uh, you know, so not a lot of movement out there, uh, you know, and, and I get it. That's going to happen at your mile and a half truck races uh, sometimes, you know, Las Vegas sometimes provides a little bit more entertainment, uh, you know, but it is, like I said, it's what it is. Congrats to Zane Smith. Uh, he was a, a popular pick, Lap Traffic Fantasy, you know, went out there, dominated the race and uh, and picked up the win, you know, 108 out of 134 laps. He put on a damn clinic. You know, we've seen that with John Hunter Nemechek, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, those races are what they are. Uh, so what I am going to focus on with the truck series is that it's, it's May and we're halfway through the regular season in the truck series as well as the cup series you know we'll we'll get to that though in a minute so i think it's fair to talk uh, playoffs don't talk about playoffs yes jim we have to talk playoffs and that's because of the guys that are on the outside looking in uh halfway through this thing here in the regular season in the truck series we got tyler ankrum outside looking in uh matt benedetto outside looking in uh we got chase purdy second team uh over at uh uh hattori racing outside looking in uh austin wayne self outside looking in uh and you know not to mention johnny sauter outside looking in uh, you know and any one of these guys could go out there and potentially score a win especially when we look at where we're going um you know after 
this week at Texas. They're going to Charlotte. Okay, typical. But then we're going to uh, WWT. We got Sonoma. We got Knoxville uh, on the dirt. And we got Nashville. You know, so there are some spoiler races out there in mid-Ohio. Uh, that anybody might be able to go and maybe steal one and knock some of these guys out of here too. So uh, while this week's race was a a little uh, ho-hum, as I said, um, you know, we've got some exciting races coming up here in the truck series that I am, I'm very excited about. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll stay tuned on that side of things. Uh, Xfinity series this weekend was off. They're going to pick things back up uh, at Texas this week. Uh, You know, Really, in my mind, um, you know, you guys know where I'm at on the all-star thing. If you're new to the show, uh, I'm not a fan of all-star races or exhibition races in any sport, baseball, hockey, football, uh, NASCAR included. Not a fan. Uh, You know, I'd rather, you know, if if points aren't on the line for a championship, you know, all right, great. They're going to go get money. You know, that's what they're racing for. Cool. Um, You know. It's, it's hard to draw. You know, I, I wouldn't go to an all-star race. Um, it's, it's just not the draw to get me to go out there. And I think we've, we're seeing that, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, when they did Bristol, uh, that one year for the all-star race. Okay. That was kind of cool. Uh, LA Coliseum for the exhibition race to kick things off this year was cool. You give me something new. Great. Uh, you're, you're going to take what, typically can be a uh, a lackluster race at the Texas Motor Speedway and cut the field in by a third uh you know I, I just I you know I can't buy into that and to just gimmick it up with however many different stages whatever your qualifying thing is going to be for it you know I just that is the one thing I have a very difficult time getting behind but I digress uh but Let's talk about this past weekend. Kurt Busch picking up the win. Uh, him and Kyle were running one, two there towards the end of it. Uh, you know, w- was Kurt going to be able to hold him off? He was. Uh, it was just the different Kyle that he held off. It ended up being Larson in second. Uh, brother Kyle Busch in third. Team owner Denny Hamlin in fourth. Um, you know, and and hey, you know, I, Denny Hamlin takes a lot of heat. Um, and, you know. Whether that's deservingly so is is opinion based. Uh, But, uh, you know, if you set all of that aside and and look at the cool moment that was had uh, post race between Kyle, Kurt and Denny, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, that that's the emotion that we also like to see out of Kyle Bush too. I think like that human side of things that we, you know, maybe see on social media, uh, you know, with, with the family side of things and congrats on their baby, by the way. Um, you know, that was just a cool moment. Uh, I, I thought that was cool. I thought that that was pretty special. That was sweet, uh, for, for the three of them there, uh, I don't know. That just hit home for me for some reason. Uh, other than that, I mean, you know, a little bit more exciting than the truck race, but, um, you know, what a save by Larson. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, uh, he's just, he's just on a different playing field than everybody else. As far as I'm concerned there. Um, and this was the 13th race, uh, that we're halfway through the regular season with 11 different winners. And uh, now, uh, you know, the, the, the ever popular question, will we get to 17 winners through 26 races? Cause that's where it'll mean something. You know, we get through 17 winners after 26 races. It doesn't have that same impact that we want it to have. Uh, you know, we want, oh, I, 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 you know, most of us, some of us, I, I don't know, uh, the grouping phrasing that I should be using there. I think it would be awesome to have 17 different winners through 26 races so that somebody with a win doesn't make it because we haven't seen that. So that's, that's what I'm chomping at the bit for. And when we look at who is sitting there without a win still, uh, you know, can you say that you can assume they're going to get one? You know, can you say Christopher Bell's going to get a win? Can you say Kevin Harvick's going to get a win? Uh, you know, right now I would say, you know what? They just aren't there. Uh, you know, I just can't believe to come off the season they had in 21, or I'm sorry, 2020, 
and to not have a win since and just not to be there. You know, a couple top fives, but they're, they're just not there. Uh, you know, and that's an organization that we would say would have multiple wins. Eric Almirola from the same organization has been known to pick one up here or there. Austin Dillon's been known to pick one up. Uh, Eric Jones has picked one up. Daniel Suarez has been close many of times. Uh, you know, Chris Buescher, Bubba Wallace, Justin Haley. Justin Haley could go out there and pick one up. Uh, Michael McDowell, maybe at one of the road courses. You know, so there's there are the drivers out there. Obviously, we're, we're, we're thinning the herd a little bit. But, I mean, if you just look at Christopher Bell, Kevin Harvick, uh, you know, Tyler Riddick has been knocking on the door. I mean, right there puts us at 16. Uh, if any one of them could get that done over the next 13 races, um, you know, I, I feel like we say this every once in a while. Uh, we are in, I think, the best spot possible uh, if we were going to have that happen. So uh, let's let's keep rooting for these first time winners uh, and, and, and see what happens there. So. All right. Uh, there's all that. Let's do a little lap traffic social media. Everybody, make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Facebook, The Lab Traffic Podcast, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at Lab Traffic PC. If you've made it this far into the show, please leave a review. Tell your friends. Uh, they can listen to the show on iTunes, Podbean, or their favorite hosting site. And as I mentioned at the start of the show, we finally hit 6,000 followers on Twitter. Picked up over 140 followers over the last week. Huge shout out to at Atlanta Racing. And our winner is brian at brian underscore 49 ford congratulations thank you to everybody that retweeted and helped get this thing there shout outs to mckinney racing at racing mckinney i racing truck series champ that's awesome uh mark matthews at mark mxc a logano all guyer and john hunter nemechek fan jb photography at td tt BGYT, uh, Twitch streamer, photographer, SMB Racing at Racing SMB, NASCAR and iRacing fan, Adam McCaffrey at Woodson Fan 1981, a Michigan fan from Ohio. Hell yeah, go blue. Welcome to the show, everybody. Tell your friends, be on the lookout for a new giveaway. And don't forget, you can go to the website, thelabtrafficpodcast.com, fill out the contact page, and I will send you some stickers and a koozie for free. Oh, so awesome. So excited to finally hit that hump. It was like, is it when is it going to happen? Because it, it felt like it took forever. But uh, hey, we finally got there, which is awesome. So, all right, uh, let's keep things going. Got a lot to do still. Let's get Mr. Aaron Studwell on the line. All right, Left Traffic Nation joining me back on the line. You can follow him on Twitter at RaceWeather, along with Brian Newdorf at NASCAR underscore WXMAN. It's Mr. Aaron Studwell. Sir, good evening. How are you? Oh, good evening. The doctor is in. I am doing well in yourself. Hey, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a great night here in Metro Detroit. Weather's doing pretty good. Uh, we got some golfing over the weekend, some yard work done. So, uh, no complaints, no complaints over here. And, and we finally hit 6,000 followers. So yes. uh, we're doing really good from that regard. Yeah. Like I saw this, I saw it on Facebook first. I'm like, Oh, I gotta go redo this. And I go to your page like, Oh, it's 6,002. Yes. Let's keep going. Yes. Yes. So uh, now, very now three people don't unfollow them. I know. Right. Like at least let me get through the giveaway announcement before it falls to like 5,990. Like yeah, that yeah. is an inevitability. I am mentally prepared for it, which is fine. Yes. But uh, <laughs> the great Twitter purge yes. of 2022. Yeah, you know it. You know it. Um, all right, man. What's been going on? How's uh, how's things? What's new with you? Business is good. Yeah. Uh, life is good. We're uh, we we're talking before we got started recording. Uh, got a few things in the pipeline and uh, expanded our presence across some different sectors. We've added a Formula Four driver from the UK, and we've got uh, finished some paperwork. And we actually have a very big NASCAR-related announcement, which I forgot to mention you before. Uh, but when we get to the announcement phase, you will be when the contracts are done and everything's signed. You will be the first to know. Excellent. I'm very excited about that. Looking forward to that. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you, because you weren't on last week. It was Newdorf, but uh, we had a big presence from uh, Colleague Racing on last week with the exception of, of one driver 
uh, because we couldn't get the time lined up. So I'm putting that on you now to make sure that that does happen since you've got. Uh, you know, I was that. kind of wondering about that. I'm like, well, you know, I kind of brought it up to him a couple of times and I'm like, OK, so it was just a timing thing. It, yeah, wasn't, so it wasn't a landing thing. It was a timing. It thing. was a timing That's thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got I uh, when I had, uh, was talking with colleague, um, the the one day I just couldn't do it. Um, and the, he, it was just going to be cutting it too close to practice or qualifying or something like that for him. And, uh, yeah, so we just weren't able to, to make that one happen, but, uh, we, we got to get him on. I got the interview all typed up. It's ready to go. So, uh, <laughs> I'll text, I'll text him after the call. Excellent. Beautiful. Um, well, let's see here. What'd you think of Kansas, man? Um, I want yeah. your thoughts. It was like, and I'm going to go Star Trek on you here. It's like a Starship mission. It was like few lengthy times of boring, really kind of interspersed with about three minutes of excitement. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know what? And it, there were so many, it became very, very cliche a race almost. You know, it would have been very different before this next gen car, because for as many times as people smack the wall. Yes. Uh, Kyle Larson. Yeah. Um, Kevin Harvick. I'm not sure. Kevin um, Harvick. I'm not sure. I'm oh, not sure who didn't uh, smack Pullman. the wall. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> maybe, maybe Kurt. No, even, I remember even Kurt Bush. Yeah, he, he gave it a little kiss. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, th- those, these uh, composite composite body cars are making um, making a huge difference. That being said, the uh, new geometries and the I'm not sure necessarily new tire compounds, but the new low pressure guidance. Yeah. I think are making a difference as well. And, you know, it goes back to maybe the crew chiefs need to remember this as much as anybody else, you know, in order to finish first, you got the first finish. Yeah, right. Right. You know, I, I and there's your cliche for the day. Go a, on. That is, that is one hell of a cliche. I like that. Um, you know, the truck race too was, was kind of, you know, I, I said earlier tonight that, uh, this may have been my least favorite truck race of the entire season so far. Granted, that's only eight races, um, you know, but it just it, it just didn't leave too much for me. And, you know, now we're headed to Texas, which which could be some of the same, plus an all star race with a smaller field, uh, you know, another mile and a half or and, and I just, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but, uh, you know, I just I might have a hard time tuning into much this weekend if it's if it's a beautiful weekend up here again. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And maybe, and I know they're supposed to take care of some of these aero issues and downforce issues with this new car. And I know that they're getting, being able to run closer together. It just seems like whoever's up front is just going to run away and hide. Yeah. You so know. you get this great mid pack racing from three to 13. Yes. But. But then it's it's you can get close, uh, but I don't think the you know the the side draft isn't there to be able to kind of sling slash link slingshot yourself uh, like we used to be able to see you know so it's you know. But then it comes. But but I'll take the opposite side of that though. Then it comes down to okay, and especially in a mile and a half, you got to lift to go in the corners. Yep. Um, who's going to lift last? It's like, and it becomes like an F1 race. Who's going to be the first, the last one to hit the brakes. Well, that's, I, I love the game of chicken with that. Like, and that's, right. that's what we, you know, I think we all wanted was, you know, if, if you can just put pedal to the floor, you know, then, you know, is it driver or, or was it the guys at the shop that won you the race? And it should be a collective effort, you know? Exactly. And so that's where it's like, all right, yeah, let's, let's see that racing. Let's, let's see that game of chicken. Let's see the guy, you know, changing the lines. And, and we have seen that this year, uh, you know, so that, that, that's a good testament, you know, to be 13 races in with a brand new car, brand not, and not just even the car, brand new tire from a size right. perspective and everything like that too. Um, you know, I, I'm, I, I'd put it down in the win column, uh, just maybe not this past weekend and, and who knows what we'll get this weekend at Texas. So, and we're maybe not for Texas, but we're going to continue to get NASCAR tweaking and making little changes Yes. As they go, we may not necessarily hear about them. You, you know, I don't necessarily tune into all the NASCAR radio anymore that I'm not in the car as much. But you, know, you may see some little tweaks along the way, and that'll improve the racing. And 
hopefully that that's what NASCAR will do, and the teams will figure out some things. Absolutely. Um, and they're, oh, like ahead. I said, they're playing their own they're playing their own game of chicken by putting their starting their tires so low. Right. They're leaving their drivers hung out to dry, and then damn these pit stops, guys. It's one hub. Yeah. <laughs> it, it shouldn't. You shouldn't need. You shouldn't need a. a Six foot long torque wrench. I, I, the, the penalties yesterday were, I was, I was kind of blown away by that. You know, like you had the one with Kyle Bush where, uh, you know, they, they had the delay and he got a penalty for, I don't remember what it was, but then he got a speeding penalty trying to make up for that. Like, you know, there were just, there were a lot of extra pit road penalties. It felt like yesterday for sure. Yeah. But, We've seen before, and we've seen in previous seasons, and you know whether, and that comes down to, it's not necessarily the hub, but then it's the crew because we've seen that. You know how many times has Denny Hamlin and the JGR guys, yeah, um, been stuck with something like that? And it's like you just, and then they get anxious, and then they go fast, and then you're going too fast, and it's like, then you're just hurting yourself. Yep. No, absolutely. Well, you know, and I and I was I'm I'm enjoying the new pit stops. I'll be honest. Uh, they're, they're fun to watch. They're they're faster. Uh, you know, there is still the learning curve factor in effect with you know the the single lug and uh, a timing perspective from the the jack and when the drivers bit. You know, if you're a guy like Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Kurt Busch, Brad Keselowski, if if you're used to wanting to hit that gas pedal at, at the you know you're counting 12 second mark waiting for the jack to drop and you know it's dropping sooner than what you're used to it dropping plus you know a different shift factor and all that involved um you know oh, yeah there, there's still a massive learning curve with it so you know it's it, for me it's still fun to it's fun watching the pit stops right now still yeah i i can't wait to one... see it in person there you go i the one thing i wasn't sure about changing from an age pattern to the sequential uh, gear shifts. I, I'm still not a fan of it. I think it's easier to kind of skip gears and downshift. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. In, in the age pattern. Yep. So yep. I think there's been some changes with that, and we've even seen a few races where they've torn up the transmission by putting it into the reverse, mm -hmm. or not reverse, but wind up going backwards in in a forward gear. I'm curious to see at a track like Pocono. Uh, you know how that? Well, I know, no. but there's uh, sorry, typically that, that been a lot has, of that's shifting. Like, that's, my that's been my hypnosis word for so long. <laughs> it just makes me sleep. I know, but that's that's that may be the one thing we keep. You know that that may create some some interesting factors at play. Is uh, there's typically a lot of shifting going on at Pocono? Uh, you know, do they do they blow through some stuff there? Maybe so. Well, that'll make it interesting, right? That's that's you know, that's where I'm at. <laughs> maybe, maybe sign up to have Amco as a sponsor, right? <laughs> for all your transmission repairs. There you go. See, um, Texas. All right, weather. How uh, you know we we've got points paying races uh, that matter with the Xfinity and Truck Series, and and we have the the All Star race. What uh, what do we got going on? Man, I'll, I'll give you the first one. First one word summary is windy. Okay. We got a cold front moving in late Friday. Uh, so there's going to be a chance of evening, PM, afternoon, evening showers, thunderstorms. Uh, I would even say maybe some severe. Uh, southerly winds 15 to 12, 20 miles an hour uh, and higher gusts. Uh, also, this week is going to be beastly hot. If you, anybody's going early, it's going to be in the mid 90s through Thursday. Oof. Friday, high will be 91. Ouch. So there yeah, you go. There you go. Uh, Saturday, much nicer once that front pushes through. So we have a chance of AM showers and thunderstorms. It's a twelve thirty start local, which I thought, which it's, so it's one thirty East Coast. Yeah. Then um, afternoon clearing, so we could see a late start. I'm not saying we will. I'm not more saying I'm not saying we won't. But yeah, with the hour AM showers, thunderstorms lingering uh, behind the front northerly wind, 16, 22 miles an hour with thirty mile an hour plus plus winds uh gusts okay well, so yeah i know so that's right. running that does a headwind on the back street because yeah. it runs parallel to the interstate there um all-star race man it's gonna be nice that's probably the best thing we got going is so for the for the race you weren't gonna watch maybe uh, not watch well i mean you know it'll be on in the background but i'm not gonna be like 
hey, uh, I'm going to be glued to the TV. You know, if I have it on the radio outside or something, you know, like I said, it's, yeah. it's just not going to be the priority, you know. Oh, I, yeah. I understand. It's sort of like having a, a Michigan Panthers game on. I, right. I, I do not know why I've become so emotionally invested in these games. I haven't even turned one on yet, to be honest with it's you. It's pretty but... decent football. Uh, it? I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I've, I, I would rather watch that than the NBA playoff game. Okay. All right, so I'm going to go on a complete weird tangent here, Just and I'm, I may piss some people off here with this. So uh, I'm, I'm in a group text with me and two other buddies, and they went to a Detroit FC game uh, over the weekend in Hamtramck. They said it was really cool. Uh, you know, crowds, awesome. Stadiums, cool. Um, food trucks, distilleries, vendors, all that kind of stuff set up, you know, really for, for an entertainment perspective. Right. Right. And all I knew was that it was soccer. Okay. And this is how naive I am to the, to the game of soccer. And I text my buddy and I said, what does, I go, what does the FC stand for? And he goes, football club. Do you realize you've just offended like all of Europe by asking that question? <laughs> <laughs> so of but course I would I rather f- answer that question than you just not even care. Right. So of course I went and found the most redneck gif I could find of the guy in the mullet standing in the rainstorm holding the American flag and just responded with that. <laughs> not a soccer fan. No, no, I know you're not. You know, I know that's you put you put that over there with open wheel racing. If you want to do that, do that over there. No further. That corner of the room. Yeah, Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this one off with a happy note. Uh, Sunny skies for the All Star race. So leading the clear skies. Easterly winds 10 to 15 high, near 80. They'll be around 70 for the All Star race. Excellent, beautiful. Well, picture perfect weather. Um, well, I'll tune in. I'll, I'll have it on. I, you, and now, now I'm going to have to like let actually me badger you no, into but, it. You know, I'm, I, I feel like I'll get like a troll that hits Brian Newdorf up and I'm going to have to like tweet <laughs> out a picture of the TV on with it on just to prove that it was on for a second at least. Cause someone's going to at me, but I well, don't you do like race coverage? Don't have you stopped it? <laughs> I don't get every tweet you. I don't get every tweet you push. I, I should do that. Yes, but yeah, thank yeah, you. I, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, you don't do race day coverage anymore. Um, I do. I'll be honest. No, I don't do like the full blown, uh, you know, tweet from start to finish. Like for a couple reasons. One, because it was taking away from me actually watching the race. Like, uh, I get that. I'm, you know, I get that so much on days I'm watching the radar and the race. I'm a hundred percent with you. And just one thing that I realized what it was like, you know, the people that follow and interact with me, at least in my opinion, you know, they're also following everybody else that's doing the same thing. Like, right. you know, there's, there's Jay Ski's Twitter handle. There's Bob Pocris's Twitter. Handle. There's so many other Twitter handles that, you know, you want the, you know, a, a random lap by lap breakdown kind of thing. Like that's not why people are following me for that. So it's like, right. you know, let, let me give some other, you know, random content, some, some, you know, okay, you know, some interactive smoked type meat. tweets. Yeah. Smoke, you know, like, you know, let me give you something different at least, you know? So yeah, I don't do the full, you know, sit down, you know, tweet, you know, Hey, you know, that was crazy. Lap 15 kind of thing. Like, right. you know, cause there are, you know, th- those, the handles that do do that, that is valuable to the people that can't be tuned in. You know, they want to catch a quick update. Uh, you know, I'm just that's not also thinking, their jobs. Yeah, right. You know, that that's just that's that's not, you know, I, let's put it this way. When I was doing it, I wasn't picking up followers. So I'm like, why am that's I doing this from this call. regard? Let's enjoy the race. Let's send out, you know, instead of, you know, 60 tweets a race, maybe I send out 10 tweets a race, but they get more engagement. You know, they're more interactive, something like that. So that's kind of. See, yeah, if I'm not texting, uh, tweeting weather during the race, I'm just making snarky comments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. (laughs) So, well, man, this was a good one. 
Yeah, no, I've definitely appreciated it, enjoyed yeah, it. Uh, missed, missed talking to you, missed being on. Yes, well, you know, and, and uh, you know, I, I will catch some flag from Newdorf because it seems like every week that he's supposed to be on, I push him a week because I take an off week because, like I've said, I, I'm working a few of those in, you know, having a three-month-old, that plays a factor. And, uh, um, you know, go figure. right? So I'm not going to do a show next week because, hey, it's after the All-Star race. <laughs> <laughs> so uh newdorf so, will be getting a text here later this week that says hey not gonna do a show we're gonna yeah, do I'll, one I'll next talk to you week. after charlotte yep <laughs> so that's where we're at but, okay well uh, no it's your show you do what you need to do it's true story. we're just along this is the friend this is the brandon crowd world that's right. we're, we're just, just living it right <laughs> actually it's the alden crowd world and we're just here to live Ow, yeah, so. well, that's true. That is that yeah. was a dynamic that shifted. It's a true there, story. There was a shift in the force. Yes, 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 yes there was. Oh, all right, Lab Traffic Nation, go follow Aaron on Twitter at RaceWeather, uh, along with Brian Newdorf at NASCAR underscore WXMAN. Sir, great to catch up with you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, brother. You will. Yeah, that last part was so much fun. I forgot we were being recorded. There you go. I'll right? talk to you later. <laughs> all right, we'll see ya. Bye. Later, man. Bye. All right, great to catch up with Aaron Studwell there. All right, let's keep things rolling. Got a few more things to do right now. It is time for this week's Lucky Dog and Lapdown Picks. You guys know the drill. After race weekend, tweet your picks. I'll read them on the show, tag you on social media. My lucky dog is, of course, going to Kurt Busch. I mean, just storybook. I love everything about the finish there on Sunday. Um, my lap down, uh, probably just the fact that I don't know. Uh, I, I, I really don't have a lap down. I mean, I'm not going to give the race a lap down because that's just personal preference there. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'll just go with the rain that soaked me while putting down the last 12 bags of mulch on, on Sunday. How's that? We'll go with that. Uh, all right. Let's get to the responses that matter, which is you guys. Uh, Scott at 1985 Wagner, Lucky Dog, Kurt Busch, team win number one. Uh, lap down, Eric Jones, GMS, never quit and busted ass getting that tire off. Uh, lap down, left rear tires. Love it. Brian at Stormin' B81. I finally didn't forget. Lucky dog, Kurt Busch, nice win. Now adds another manufacturer. Lap down, Goodyear tires. How many of these tire issues are we going to have before it gets resolved? Good question there. Uh, Chris at USMC underscore NASCAR Fire. Lucky dog, Kurt Busch in 2311 Racing. Uh, and NASCAR, phenomenal racing today. All right. Lap down. The loser fans booing from the stands after a remarkable day of racing. Chris, don't unfollow me after what I've said previously in the show. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, Jason at J.A. Stone 29. Lucky Dog was a 45 showing a dominant performance. Want to be like Mike kind of win. Lap down was Ford camp as a whole. Better figure that out. Ford performance. Uh, yeah, I agree with that one. Jess at Iowa NASCAR fan. Lucky dog. Toyota was stupid strong in Kansas. Lap down Goodyear and the teams for pushing the limits to cause the tire fiasco. Uh, we, we saw that at the beginning of the year, right? Uh, Fontana, for sure, we saw that. Uh, Matt at Camper News Net. Lucky dog, Kurt Busch for the battle with Kyle Larson to win the race. That was a fun battle to watch in the last 10 laps, especially seeing both Bush brothers in the top three. Lap down for all the tire issues. Uh, Mick at GoDucks5 underscore Mick. Lucky dog, Kurt and Kyle Larson. Kurt for the win and a magnificent drive and Larson that save. I hear you there, Mick. I knew that one was coming from you. Uh, lap down the the only thing I got was how muddy all that rain made the parking lot. I love it. That's right. You were there. Hope you had a blast, man. Uh, Rowdy at the Rowdy Dragon. Lucky dog. The whole Toyota camp. They found speed. Summer's coming. Look out. Lap down. Eric Jones. How does that even happen? I hear you there. Uh, all right. That's this week's Lucky Dog Lap Down Picks. It's not closeout time yet. Normally, fantasy closes things out. But uh, we're going to do fantasy and then... We will close things out with Logan Bearden, see what he's got to say, uh, get to know him a little bit better and all that good stuff. So right now, though, some Lap Traffic Fantasy. All right, Lap Traffic Fantasy players, just a reminder, get your picks in by 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. Keep the Twitter interaction up using hashtag LTFantasy. And that's it. Segment one is in the books. Uh, and our segment one winner 
is on the line with us right now. Kristen Hagelin. Kristen, how are you? Good. Congrats on the victory. Uh, you know, you, you've been up there most of the segment, uh, and and you you did it by one point, uh, which is awesome. Yeah, it was a little nerve-wracking. I knew it was going to be close, but one point, that's pretty unbelievable. That's, that's damn close. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. That's that's what I love uh, when, when it can stay that close. Uh, so just a reminder to everybody. So here's where we're at. Segment two starts this week with just the trucks and Xfinity series. Uh, segment two will end uh, after 13 cup races. So it'll follow the cup playoffs to close things out. Um, drivers are reset. Segment points are reset. Uh, but the cumulative standings, that's where it will determine who makes the playoffs. The top 16 there. But Kristen, you automatically have a bid uh, into the playoffs with your segment one win. So, you know, if things fall south for you, yeah. uh, that's okay. Because you're a lock for the playoffs no matter yeah, what. Yeah, pressure's so, off. That's pressure's good. off, yes. And... You got the bonus points. Uh, I mean, you're kicking ass there, too. You got 12 bonus points, uh, the most by five. So you are on a roll there. So everything should carry over for you there. So uh, let's reset uh, the, the final top 10 standings here. Kristen, obviously, in first with 1234. Justin Hughes in second, one point shy at 1233. Uh, Tony Salt in third with 1176. Jason Dickus in four with 11.42. John Warrington in fifth with 11.41. Henry Fletcher in sixth with 11.31. Aaron Studwell in seventh with 11.27. Uh, Steven with 11.26 and eighth. A two-way tie for ninth with Michael Mason and Ray Carballo with 11.24. And Fox's own Alan Kavana wraps out the top 10 with 11.22. I mean, you beat Alan Kavana. I mean, that that... That, that should say something. That's awesome. Pure luck. It. It's right? pure luck. <laughs> <laughs> and then our bonus points, Kristen, you got 12. Jason has seven. Uh, we got a four-way tie for third with six bonus points with Eric, Kim, Scott, and Tony. Uh, and then there's a slew of us all there with five and, and on down there. So uh, that's awesome. Uh, you know, no one's ever swept. Uh, so, I mean, if you want to add some pressure, uh, you know, you could go win both segments in the in the championship and pick up three trophies. That would be that would be pretty cool if uh, if you were able to do that. So, um, what do you say? You uh, you ready to make some some picks for uh, Texas this week? Sure, I feel a lot better now that the pressure's off. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, lap traffic fantasy players segment two kicks off with trucks and Xfinity. Zane Smith is coming off a dominant truck win this past weekend at Kansas and a top six last year at Texas. He'll be looking to get back into the win column, but last year's Texas winner, John Hunter Nemechek, will look to have something to say about that. Also, in the Xfinity Series, John Hunter picked up the win at Texas last year. Uh, he'll have some stiff competition with A.J. Allmendinger, Noah Gregson, Daniel Hemrick, and Justin Allgaier, all looking to get back to victory lane. Who will start off segment two? in the win column who will make sense of the wacky all-star format we'll find out this weekend but first it's time for our picks all right Kristen who are you taking in the truck series well I picked him last week and I'm going to do it again I'm going to go with Zane Smith Zane Smith back to back all right yeah uh I I'm just going to roll strong with John Hunter and just hope to start out mediocre and and kind of go from there and and not get too crazy uh Xfinity series who are you going to roll with I'm going to cross my fingers and go with Ty Gibbs. Ty Gibbs. Okay. Uh, I am going to go with uh, last week's, one of last week's guests in Daniel Hemrick for the Xfinity Series to uh, kick things off in segment two. Well, Kristen, uh, great to have you on. Congrats again on the uh, segment win there. And maybe Thanks. we'll have you back on here before things are all said and done. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully I'll keep going yes. all the way to the end. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Yep, you too. All right. Lab traffic. There you have the uh, fantasy segment, but uh, we're not done. We got one more thing to do, and that is to uh, talk to Logan Bearden. So uh, let's get him on the line to close things out tonight. All right, Lap Traffic Nation joining me on the line, making his first appearance on the podcast. He drives for AM Racing. He's competed in the Super Late Models. Arca made his debut in the Truck Series. Welcome to the show, Logan Bearden. Logan, what's up, man? How are you? 
Not much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on, man. So, um, Logan, you basically grew up at the track. Tell everyone, uh, you know, that that's not familiar with the name Logan Bearden, a little bit about yourself, racing background. Uh, your bio mentioned something about a uh, interesting third grade go kart story. So, uh, you know, give everyone the rundown. Yeah. So I'm originally from Austin, Texas, but was uh, raised in Leander, Texas, which just a bit, uh, just a bit northwest of Austin. But uh, I grew up around cars. My dad was an auto technician at a local Lexus dealership there before he went on to start his own business. So uh, from the early age of two, I was underneath cars, handing them tools and learning about things. And then uh, he had a family friend that did a lot of oval track racing there in uh, central Texas. So uh, as I came of age, I started going to the racetrack. And then uh, as far as the third grade story goes, uh, I'm dyslexic, so I was struggling in school a little bit. And then for motivation, he took me to the go-kart track in New Braunfels. And he told me if uh, I passed the state test at the time, that he would get me a go-kart. Well, I ended up acing the test. And then uh, that kind of carried on from there. So 16, year, 16 years later, here we are, and you know, now moved into North Carolina and going NASCAR truck racing. That's so cool, man. So, um, you know, what? any unique challenges that dyslexic, dyslexia poses for you as a driver uh no it funny enough i feel like as far as driving goes it almost like helps me okay uh it seems like the faster i go the slower things like it slows down for me like i almost start catching up with myself uh it just made uh, school a little bit of a struggle uh just you know having to study harder than the you know the average kid at the time which was a little frustrating but sure with the motivation of, you know, always keeping your grades up and get to go racing. So that's what helped me push me through. That's awesome. It's funny you say that, you know, about the, you know, the faster you go, the slower seems things. And the first thing that I, I thought of when you said that, not that he has uh, dyslexia, but uh, Detroit Tigers uh, all-star Miguel Cabrera sometimes would describe it when he's in a zone like it looks like a beach ball coming at him nice and slow and he can crank one over the fence. So uh, I could totally see that mental game of where we, when you're dialed in, locked in, uh, you're, you're probably able to focus a little bit more and, and everything else just kind of comes with it. Oh yeah. It's, it's a, it's a neat feeling. So like getting into the zones a little bit easier, but uh, as far as just the average life, sometimes it's like, you don't feel like you know, I can't keep up with myself, but <laughs> Um, so, uh, racing kind of part-time right now. What, what, what else do you have going on outside of racing? So I got a full super late model schedule this year. I think we have a, we had nine races scheduled. We've got through the first two, which was the first one was in Irwindale, California, where we finished third. And then we just finished up in, uh, Nashville, Tennessee at the fairgrounds. We struggled there a little bit. We had a right front tire go down, which ended our race, but, uh, we'll be back in Jennerstown June 4th. But with the super late model schedule, we have a part-time truck schedule that we've been working on. So we did the first race at Coda, our hometown race. And then we're trying to work on getting some funding together to run Nashville or Richmond. And then uh, as far as you know, next year goes, we're trying to put together to where we have a half season or a full-time deal. Awesome. It looked like uh, kind of based on kind of how things were looking, uh, unfortunately, the pandemic kind of hindered you guys a little bit. It looked like you guys had some momentum going, might have gotten a couple extra truck starts and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, what's the rebound look like from there for you? So actually really good. Uh, it definitely slowed our momentum down through that, the whole pandemic deal in 2020 and whatnot. But uh, at the same time, it almost let us slow down and really focus on what we, you know, can and can't do. And then kind of put the pieces together to like get me up here full time. Uh, we would love to be in the truck more, but I'm actually working for AM now full time and just being in the shop every day and learning everything I can, knowing that I don't get the track time that we, we would like to have. It just kind of makes it easier. So when we get back in the seat, you know, we can hit the ground running sure. instead of kind of just being in the, being blind going into a lot of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing at the shop? So uh, right now I'm like a general general mechanic and a setup plate assistant. Cool. So just trying to learn uh, as much about the setups and the you know the way the trucks go together, just to you know make it easier on me. So what I'm feeling I can kind of relate to the crew chief and the engineer, and uh, give them a little bit more dialed in kind of uh, feedback. I was 
took the words right out of my mouth, which probably good since you're the one doing the driving with that, you know, do, if you're yeah. working on setup for the truck, uh, you know, that that's got to help wonders in terms of the communication for, you know, what the truck's doing, what you need down the road and all that kind of stuff. Um, you mentioned that uh, you, you, you ran uh, home track at Coda. Uh, you know, what was that like for you to get out there and, and, and run that first truck race? It was awesome. Not only sleeping in my own bed, but only being 45 minutes away from the track, but uh, all our friends and family that can came out and could actually see what we were doing, you know, like kind of hear through it, you know, you know, you sit there and talk to them and not a lot of them can kind of imagine the scale of how those things type or those races are. So it really opened their eyes, but uh, a super cool feeling to get the race at Coda. Austin, uh, we used to have a few tracks in the central Texas area that since closed down. So racing's kind of dried up. So having that track in our backyard and then making our debut in our hometown was actually super special to us. That's awesome, man. Um, you mentioned, uh, you know, you, 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 at the track family, all that kind of stuff. Dad started his own business. What was, what was the family business Were you, were you ever leaning towards maybe, you know, getting into that or, uh, you know, you always knew something with racing was going to be in the fold. Uh, so the family business is, you know, was an option and it was kind of being thought about, especially during 2020, it was like, well, am I really going to be able to make the racing deal work? But my parents have always been super supportive of me and just, you know, pursuing my dream and my goals. Uh, my dad owns a Lexus and Toyota specialty shop. So he was a master technician for Lexus for a good period of time before he stepped off and did his own deal and uh, allowed us to actually go racing and, you know, chase our dreams and whatnot. So I, it's always still kind of there, but I would love to make the racing work. And I know my dad would love for it to work too. Absolutely. Because he wants to be able to retire and travel around all the races. <laughs> and whatnot. So that's, that's the route we're going for the time being. It. I love it. I mean, that's my goal. I got, I've got a three month old and, uh, you know, uh, a buddy's got a, a cart and, and a late model ready for him. And, and that's, that's my goal. Like I want to go retire and, and chase this kid around. So. Oh yeah. Once I get the bug, you can't shake it. I can tell you that much. Right. I bet. Um, so, uh, what, what's you, I know you mentioned you guys are trying to put some stuff together. Uh, can you talk about any of the rest of the plans for 2022, anything, you know, looking, pretty good for any future races truck arca anything like that uh so for truck we're still working on nashville and uh, richmond and those still are kind of tentative and then uh anything outside of truck we're not really looking or eyeing anything in arca it's okay. mainly just kind of fill out our super late mall schedule sure uh am racing what what made that a good fit for you how'd that all come together so am racing it, it's all kind of come full circle because I was doing a lot of local and regional racing and karting uh, growing up. And Austin, Austin Wayne self, I actually grew up racing with him. And uh, on the national circuit, we were teammates for a good period of time. And that's what they got our start in uh, the national competition. And we traveled together for a good while where, the, where they split and went stock car racing. And we kind of were a few years behind. And then, uh, Putting the deal together, we found out that they were interested in starting a second truck deal. And we're like, well, let's see if we can get on with that. And made a few phone calls and, you know, rekindled some friendships and some good times. And, you know, here we are today. So full circle in a sense, uh, Tim Self, owner of AM Racing, was a huge, uh, huge reason I got to do a lot of the national karting. And then now here we are and he's helping me, giving me opportunities in the truck series. So it's really cool. That's awesome. Uh, what, what, uh, who are the sponsors? Who you get, who are you working with on the late model side? And, uh, you know, who was on the truck for you over at Coda? So, uh, right now it's my dad's company, Beard Automotive, and then an electrical contracting firm out of Austin, Texas. Parker Electric has been a huge supporter, supporter of ours, uh, not only in the late model side, but here in the truck series. So we're trying to carry a Parker over for a couple more races. And then next year we're trying to put a, you know, a few other relationships together to go a little bit farther. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, and what's the next late model race? So the next late model race will be June 4th in Jennerstown, Pennsylvania. Okay. All right. So you're coming, coming a little more North for that one then, eh? <laughs> oh yeah. That's where uh, a majority of our races will be up there towards the, you know, the Midwest. Excellent. Uh, will you make your way over to uh, Berlin raceway at all? 
I don't think we're going to do anything in Berlin this year. I think the farthest we'll go up there is uh, Winchester, Indiana, and okay. Anderson Speedway. Awesome. Very cool. Two good, two great tracks. Um, I've got a couple buddies that have run, though, so that that's awesome. Very cool. Um, well, listen, man, uh, tell everyone where they can follow you on social media. So social media is the Twitter is just uh, Logan Bearden 66 and then uh, Facebook is just Logan Bearden Racing. And then uh, the Instagram is Logan underscore Bearden 66. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, man, uh, best of luck to you uh, in the super late models the rest of this year. And uh, look forward to having you back on down the road. And uh, hopefully we're talking a little bit more truck racing for you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, man. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you. We'll see ya. All right, Lab Traffic Nation, that was Logan Bearden. Uh, Great to talk to him for the first time on the show. Look forward to having him back on down the road. Uh, That is going to do it for episode 279 of the Lab Traffic Podcast. Make sure you check out the website, thelabtrafficpodcast.com. TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You know where you can find it. It's all at Lap Traffic Podcast or Lap Traffic PC, one of the two. Uh, Congrats to our contest winner. Huge thanks to Josh Barry, Logan Bearden, Kristen Hoglin, Aaron Studwell for coming on the show. Uh, like I said, probably going to take next week off, but we'll be back the following week. We'll get something lined up. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Make sure you tune in each and every week to the Lab Traffic Podcast. See ya!